Good morning, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana returning for another episode in our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And here we are again, another day, sunshine, beautiful day, right on the edge of spring. And at certain moments in the day, right in the middle of spring. (laughs) Time of new beginnings, a time of new openings, a time of taking a chance. I was just thinking the other day, as the earth begins to soften and the new buds begin to grow, those little flowers are taking a chance. Those little sprouts are they are coming up through the soil. They're risking life. They're risking appearing up out of the soil, up out of the winter, into the sunshine, into the big, broad life, and to showing who they are, showing their beauty, showing their grandeur. Great, great strength that these little beautiful buds have. And in just that way, all of life shows itself and feels, somehow the buds feel at home in the world, the little buds that are going to bloom. Somehow the soil, as it softens, feels at home. It feels, it's natural. It just goes with the season, with what's right for it. Unfortunately, we don't feel quite as safe blooming. We don't feel quite as much at home in the world most of the time. And that's what Zen comes to address, really, in the deepest way, being at home in the world, blooming, being brave. And the talk for today, actually, the episode for today is titled The Most Dangerous Thing in the World. We're talking about safety and danger here. What is the most dangerous thing in the world? And, of course, especially in this day and age, there's a lot of fear and a lot of feeling. There's danger. There's one side. There's another side. We're very polarized. Everyone really, really feels somehow as if anything could happen at any moment and not so much at ease. So when we say the most dangerous thing in the world, naturally that's what we think what we really think, what we believe or expect, is some external danger. Something's going to happen outside of ourselves. However, this title is from a quote, a very well-known quote by Lao Tzu, a great ancient sage, who is, by the way, blooming right now as I talk about him and is very alive today. He's alive as you're listening. That's another sprout that's bloomed. We think these great teachers, or even any person in your life who you've loved, and disappears, leaves, that they're gone, but they're not gone. Lao Tzu's here right at this moment. And the way that people have touched and influenced you is right alive through you at this moment as well. So let me read the whole quote of Lao Tzu. He says to us, the most dangerous thing in the world is to think you understand something. (laughs) Wow, what a wonderful, wonderful saying. I'll repeat it. The most dangerous thing in the world is to think you understand something. 
Who knows? Now, of course, this goes completely contrary to the way we think, the way we live, and the way we strive. Very interesting. Everybody wants to be smart. We want to know what this world is about. So we spend endless, endless hours taking courses, seminars, reading books, discussing how do I live properly? What is going on? What's the best way of being effective in life? How can I know if I have a true friend or a false friend? How, how do I know? How do I know? How can I understand? And so we do a lot to try to understand. On the one hand, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. On the one hand, that's not what the danger is. Our effort to explore, to investigate, to, to, to grow, that's good. But what did Lao Tzu say? The most dangerous thing in the world is to think you understand something. Meaning, the most dangerous thing in the world is to think, well, now I've got it. I'm right and the others are wrong. This is how the world is. This is how that person is. This is how things go. Very rigidly, we just take on that understanding, and in the process, we just make everybody else wrong. We like to feel that we have the right answers. And if anyone threatens our view with another view, if anyone lives differently, if anyone looks different, if anyone threatens that sense of safety and security that we've gotten by so-called understanding, we go nuts. Some will even harm the other. Certainly many of us will condemn, easily condemn others. They do that to prove that they're right and the other one is wrong. Gives them a sense of safety and a sense of knowing who they are. In a very, that's a very limited way of knowing. In a very dangerous way, that's what they say the most dangerous thing in the world. Very dangerous way to know yourself because the truth is as you understand yourself one day or one month or one year, you'll be different next year. It's inevitable. A baby isn't the same when they're two as when they're one or when they're 20. <laughs> Things change, change, change. You change. The world changes. Conditions change. So to hold on rigidly to what you understand, and that's it, that like closes the topic, that, that is a very dangerous way to live. But one thing, it also creates a tremendous arrogance. Arrogant. There, I read the other day um, a wonderful little charming, uh, to me it was charming statement by a Zen teacher. He was speaking of a student, and he said, this student became so arrogant that his arrogance drove him crazy. And I laughed very hard when I read that. Because indeed, arrogance drives us crazy, meaning that we cannot see where we are or what's right here. We even trample those beautiful little blooms, flowers that are trying to come. Indeed, when we live that way, trying to make ourselves right, think we understand, we're closing off endless, endless, really beautiful possibilities that are waiting for us. We might not even see the flowers. We might not really see a beautiful new friend who is right in front of our eyes. We understand. We think we understand. We're, we're all done. 
It's a very interesting thing then. Life turns into a battle and a struggle, and a very painful one at that. We're not open to participating, and that word participation is such an important word, to participating in the great flow of life that constantly appears with new possibilities, new people, new ideas. We're closed down. Funny how we understand, but that kind of understanding can really close us down. No matter how many times things don't work out as we might have expected, we're still holding on to what we understand. So, of course, Zen practice, which is a very different way of living, warns us. It says, danger, danger, be careful, watch out. You're putting yourself in danger when you think you understand something. This very attitude itself is a great danger. Much better to go the way, I call it the way of wonder. The way of wonder, wow. Looking at something and just seeing it with fresh eyes. Wow, how beautiful. Just taking it in, in its newness, its freshness, what it is, and wondering, being open to letting something reveal itself fully to you. But as I said, when you think you understand something, you don't even notice so many things, and you certainly stop the desire to know more about it or to let it reveal itself to you rather than you putting your understanding on top of it like a blanket. We often cover up a person or a situation with labels, beliefs, I understand, oh, I understand them, I get them, that's it. And then they're frozen, just the way your ideas are frozen, they are, whenever you see them, you see them exactly that way, the same person, the same situation. If someone else does not agree with you, of course, there is no true dialogue going on here. That's such a beautiful word, dialogue, is similar to the word participation, Openness, it requires letting go of your fixed positions and being open to really a give and a take. Let's do a give and a take. Instead, these labels cause your mind to close, your heart to freeze, and your world. And I'm going to put a little music on in the background Speak about thinking you understand something. Here comes again the drilling. I have no way to understand or stop it. Drilling on the bricks in my building. This is my koan. Comes and goes all day now, and I really want to get this podcast to you. So with the drilling, I'll have a little music in the background. Day after day, year after year, it's almost now. The most dangerous thing in the world is to think I understand what is really causing this and where to go. Anyway, let's continue. Let's continue. This is something wonderful in a sense. I'm going to continue. I'm not letting this drilling stop me. So we're talking about being open and understanding. Understanding in the moment, understanding how to respond, 
understanding what to do, not keeping to our fixed ideas about it, fixed ideas. So as the opposite way, the opposite way of knowing and feeling like you know everything, it can be called the way of wonder, but it also can be called, and we've heard this a lot in Zen circles, the way of not knowing. Son Sanim often says, just keep don't know mind. And another way of putting that don't know mind is, as Suzuki Roshi said, in the beginner's mind, there are many, many, many possibilities. In the expert's mind, there are none. So let's become beginners, is what this saying. Let's go back to kindergarten. <laughs> let's forget about what we think we know, what we think we have to do, and let's enter the way of, I call it the way of wonder, the way of not knowing, the way of wonder, wondering, being open like a child is to the great wonder of this universe. Why is this happening? Why? Maybe not even why trying to find an intellectual answer, but just being with it as fully as you can. If we don't cling to different beliefs and cling to different expectations, then the entire situation or person is truly able to reveal themselves to you. They open up just like those flowers that open up in the springtime suddenly the earth has looked or seemed to be very bare. It's winter, maybe hard. Maybe we forget that there are all those beautiful flowers blooming underneath just waiting to pop up. But they will pop up. They will reveal themselves. They will show you what's been going on underneath all along. That's a wonderful moment. And when we enter the way of wonder, not believing we understand something, not believing necessarily that the external appearance is what it is, there's a lot more going on underneath, above, beyond it, then we allow the buds, the flowers, our, our, our new possibilities, wonderful understanding to pop right through. So as we come a little bit to the close today, I want to offer you a, an exercise the way I always do. And this exercise is just notice, notice what you're clinging to, what you think you really understand, what, you, what you're really basing something upon that may not be productive or, or beautiful for you, that may keep you stuck in a certain place. Take a look at that. Just take a look at that and be open to the possibility that you don't know and let, let life show you instead a new door, a new way, a new moment in time. Now, I would like to have to close for now. My name, as I said, is Dr. Brenda Shoshana. You can reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. I'm always very happy to get your emails, to dialogue with you, to share anything I can, and also to answer any questions you may have. 
also these web the URL the website where all of these podcasts are available is zenwisdomtoday.com come join us there or you can listen on iTunes or anywhere else that you like I will be um, in Manhasset this Wednesday night at the Unitarian Church on Searingtown Road to give a Zen talk and some dialogue and also on Sunday, I'll be out at Malloy College. It's a busy week, a lovely week. This is for the wonderful um, Innisfada Zen group out there. So if people are out there and might want to join, please come on in and join the fun. Again, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that each of you have a very, very beautiful day. Thank you.